Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And that's right, you get all three of us here today. We're here for episode number 40. So we're excited about this one. Um, what have you two been watching this week? Um, what do we want to start with? I feel like there's like so many uh, interesting things. Like I actually ended up, even though I kind of, the last time I was on, I kind of said, I'm never, I'm kind of done with Amazing Race. I kind of got sucked back into it. And I was listening to you guys podcast with Michelle Lopez and she was talking about Amazing Race. So I enjoyed hearing what she had to say about Amazing Race. So do you have any Amazing Race updates for us? Um, so she, t- she touched on, there was, which I thought was interesting. One team got COVID and they had to like video chat in and say, t- say, you know, we can't come back. We have COVID. So they did this whole episode and we knew no one was going to get eliminated, which was pretty boring. And then in the next episode, it was very, it was very lackluster because the team who came in last in the episode where no one got eliminated also came in last in that episode. So we kind of knew mm. like for two full episodes, this team was in last place. Right. Um, but I have to say the teams are very likable. There's like, like a couple who are like this ball, uh, ballroom dancers. I love them. The team who got eliminated, the guy is very short and his wife is very tall and they were just so compelling and likable too. So I, I like, I do like the cast, even though the show, sometimes it, it, it drags on a little bit. That's one I'm going to have to binge. I have it on my DVR, but I've never really watched amazing race before, but maybe eventually I'll get into the season. We'll see. I know that like Derek and Claire are still on, right? They're still on, but it's so funny because if you if you see Amazing Race, they sometimes have like every season they have multiple challenges where you have to learn like cultural dances, you have to sing cultural songs, and neither Claire nor Derek has like any sense of rhythm, so they keep like doing horrible at those types of challenges. Oh, no. that's funny. Claire's bench. Claire's like really bad. <laughs> I like her though; she seems sweet. Yeah, that I would be really interested because like to see those two together and their dynamic because on Big Brother they weren't really I didn't like see those two as like like I always saw that he was really close with like Hannah. I didn't think that he was close with Claire like that, but then obviously we see post show. So I don't know. I'd just be like interested to see that, I guess. They're an interesting couple. Yeah, it, it's interesting to see them as a couple because you're right. And Big Brother they didn't really seem like they were that into each other you're right um what else have you been watching um so i did you guys watch the surreal life or not not on your list no i haven't watched i've never seen that show before actually i do want to watch it what where is it on again it's on vh1 on monday nights oh shoot i wonder where i can catch up and watch it yeah, I don't know if they have it. They put it on Paramount Plus or something. I have no idea. I'm watching totally different stuff than y'all. I'm, I've been watching Siesta Key, and I'm still behind on Jersey Shore. So we've been watching, been watching that when we can. Um, but I know you are waiting for Michelle to get here to talk about the mole. So do y'all want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Oh, um, did you finish it, Christina? I did. Yeah, I finished it last week. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? 
I I really liked it. Okay, I really like that show. I can't. I'm really glad that um, Netflix brought it back, and I can't wait for them to put out another season. Personally, yeah, I I I really liked. It. I thought they did a great job. Um, the finale for me, like the reunion finale, felt a little lackluster, and I wish they had done more with that. But other than that, I really didn't have any complaints. I think that yeah, I agree with that. Um, I was really surprised at the end that um Joyce couldn't figure out who the mole was that like really really surprised me uh yeah, how did she make it all that way that's what I needed more info like how did she make it all that way and then she voted for the wrong person at the end or was it at the last minute she changed her vote from I think she did because I, yeah she like called out the person you know like during the mole during like during like the second to last elimination and I thought for sure she knew who it was so that really surprised me a lot um but I knew as soon as Avery got eliminated for sure 100% who the mole was going to be did you I did it <laughs> I did not yeah and the reason why I think that I guess is is because I just I really thought that she was putting all of her ba- eggs in one basket and it wasn't who the mole was. So since she left and she was wrong, I thought, yeah, I, I wasn't surprised by the ending. It was like who I thought it was going to be after Avery left. Interesting. I had three suspects that I had from the beginning and then neither, none of them became, were, were the mole. So I was not very good. I really thought for a long time that it was Joyce. Oh yeah, that, that she was my top suspect. Yeah, same. And up until that last part, and but yeah, no, I really like that show. I thought it was great. I'd love to see Will again. I'd love to see Avery again. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Dom again. Those those are probably my my top three. Um, but they had some really great um, TV personalities. I just I really like that show a lot. Yeah, those were my three too. That I, when you asked me who would I like to see, and those were the exact three I said, and I totally agree with you. And I think uh, even like the casting was great because even people with it, like Greg, who I thought was annoying, he was good for TV. Like there was there was good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, he was great TV. So yeah, no, I just I really enjoyed that show. They did a great job with casting. I think Netflix has like really stepped up their game in the last few years probably I, I don't know like three-ish years and Netflix shows are just so good and they they really did this production um justice I thought and the host Alex Wagner oh my god I thought she was incredible like it's hard to top Anderson Cooper was the original host of the show and he was so good it's hard to top him but she was great yeah I I I mean I don't know who the original host was I guess I've never maybe I should go back on Netflix and watch some of the past seasons but um, I think they only have the celebrity ones on there, but those are still cool to watch. And the host for the celebrity ones are uh, is Ahmad Rashad. Okay, that's cool. Um, so what else? What else have you been watching? Uh, the I guess the only other thing would be Survivor. Have you? Are you guys? Well, and well, I know Abby wasn't watching Survivor yet, but have you? 
Yes. Caught up on Survivor? I am caught up on Survivor. I thought the last episode was really interesting in how um for the immunity challenge they had they were in partners and then it broke up down into an individual thing just yes the final four I thought yes. that was thing have they done that before I I I thought that was the first time they ever did that because I was like wow like this is something different and how they picked the partners mm-hmm. they yeah. drew the rock instead of just picking who you wanted they said oh we're gonna do this fair and do rocks which I thought was very interesting yeah I completely agree I was surprised by that um but I mean some of the partnerings were like really strong teams um when it came down to it in the end you know I was surprised that uh Cody him being partnered with Dwight I'm surprised that they didn't do it a little better you know than they did but they still did really well I just um Cody you know obviously like being I I guess I just didn't expect Gabler to win that immunity challenge oh no me either Wow. Very steadfast. And like, once he was doing it, I mean, it was obviously pretty obvious that he was going to pull it out. Yeah. But Uh, I felt felt really bad for Jeannie this episode. Why? Remind me. Um, just because like the episode started with, um, her being, feeling like bad because she was on the wrong side of the vote and not only was she on the wrong side of the vote but one of her closest and alliance members ellie got voted out the the Mm -hmm. before and then at the end when um james finds the advantage and she ends up giving her idol to dwight and then dwight goes home it's just like (gasps) oh yes in a row that she was on the wrong side completely of the vote and with that happening and her idol being gone now and i he he left with the idol right did yeah oh i missed that i'm like wondering why you felt bad for her i missed that oh okay yep so just like the whole thing as a whole yeah yeah I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was not her episode, but. No, I, um, I thought it was interesting that Jesse turned on Dwight. That to me was pretty interesting. But it's smart. It really he was. He like totally dropped Dwight for Cody, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing, I think Abby, if I'm thinking with my Abby hat on, I think she would have been annoyed by the immunity competition because whatever at the end they all had to like hold the people who were left had to hold on to this bucket that was what a quarter of their body weight right something like that christina it was like okay so jeff jeff was just trying jeff like jeff gets annoying to me when he always tries to like make something a moment i'm like it's either gonna be a moment itself like let's not try to make it a moment jeff Mm -hmm. and he was like what's your why why are you doing this and they all kind of said like cody said like oh i lost a wrestling match in high school and that that always stuck with me and then i think owen was in it and he said he was such a huge fan of the show and it's like for his inner child he wants to win it and then Gabler, I forget, I can't even tell you what Gabler's, Gabler's initial initial why was, but then like every minute he'd be like, in this minute, I'm doing it for this person. And it was like really nice because a lot of them were veterans that he had worked with in the past. But I'm like, first of all, do these people want you talking about them on TV? And it just got to be a little much. And I was like, Abby would be annoyed watching this. That's funny. Um, I think, I thought it was like kind of, I thought it was cool when he said Noelle's name, like, 
that she inspired him the whole season. I thought that was really cool. But yeah, no, like every minute being dedicated to somebody, it did, it did get a lot for sure. I like when they each said, what's your why? And everyone had like one, but then we're doing minute by minute basis. I'm like, this is too much. All right. That's funny. Um, have either of you watched this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise? I am no. abandoned it. I have not abandoned it, but I still have Mondays and Tuesdays to watch. Although I did read all the spoilers. I wasn't going to do that. Like the spoilers for the season or? For the season. Okay, because I like the reunion spoilers just came out a couple of days ago, so I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, I read those. Okay, so I guess like the big thing that happened that um, on this week's episodes of Bachelor in Paradise was um, Aaron and Genevieve keep fighting. Like, they get into these huge blowout fights, and this time, like, Genevieve packed her bags, and um, he <coughs> tells her that she's gaslighting him when she's not, and so then she gets really upset with him because he's just using a buzzword, and they just, it's just this complete blowout fight and they're like yelling at each other um victoria tries to comfort her but she's just like not having it so then they go to talk again and he says that he'll talk but he's like not really sure if he wants to talk and so she's like why are you being hesitant and she like already knows that her bags are like packed and so she just like storms off and she's like about to leave and he runs after her and they end up telling each other for the first time that they're falling in love and it's just like very cringy very toxic very like I think um gosh who was it maybe Johnny describes it as like they're the type of couple that have like the wildest fights and then the craziest sex. And it's just like, I don't know. I mean, it, it was, it was very, very, very toxic, but they do end up getting back together. Like nothing, nothing was wrong. So that was one of the biggest, um, biggest moments I would say of this episode or like most noteworthy um, it's just this like huge fight that these two keep getting into. I think that's the girl I traded for to get on my fantasy team to help me get out of last place. Genevieve. Okay. So, um, <laughs> speaking of that, if anybody wants to trade, we have until tomorrow when the episode starts to make up to three swaps. Tomorrow is the last day for bachelor in paradise. Okay, I'm going to make some swaps. I got to make some moves. Yes. Um, but yeah, Genevieve is definitely getting all those points. And um, I guess a couple other things that happened were um, Eliza and Kate being asked on dates. And neither of them wanted their guys to tell them that they could go. Both of them wanted to be like, fought for like felt like they were like wanted um but both Rodney and Logan were like I don't want to be controlling you can go and they were both like upset about it and it was just I don't know I think that the difference was really that Eliza was like really wanting Rodney to say that like they're like super solid 
And I think that Kate was like more so testing Logan and like wanted to um, like, like it was like more of the game of it to her, I think. So that kind of um, put a bad taste in my mouth, but there was like a lot of people online with their opinions about Eliza and Kate in these situations too. Um, the twins from the first night of um, Gabby and Rachel season come in and they take uh, Shanae and Flo. Flo's the one from the Australian Bachelor in Paradise. Um, she, they take them on dates and for like the millionth person in a row that Shanae started to form a connection with, she says that it's different than all of her other connections which is just hilarious at this point because she's been on, I don't even know how many dates. But yeah, so those are pretty much like the key things that happen in this week's Bachelor in Paradise, I'd say. These girls seem on like on a different level than the girls in the past. Yeah, and then like when um, Genevieve is fighting with uh, Aaron, you have who is it? Uh, Victoria and Eliza talking. And they're like, you know that this is true love when these, when they like fight like this and then they can make up and be just fine. And it's like, that's not true. That's toxic. That's see, I've never understood that people like, I feel like maybe it's because they're younger. I don't know. They're like, Oh, that shows passion. And that shows this. No, that shows psychoticness it is definitely the passion that comes behind it for sure I think that that makes people think that because there is definitely passion behind it but just because there's passion that doesn't translate to like real true like happiness and real true love exactly uh but yeah so I I'm super excited for this season to be over so we can get to the reunion that filmed this last weekend because that's where like the realty is but I'll just leave it at that <laughs> um so I had pretty much watched up all of love is blind I was out when we podcasted last so I don't really have a whole lot to add about that unless either of you have started watching it I know Abby you said that you were thinking about it but I don't know if you've had had the chance to no I haven't started watching it yet okay I haven't either, I've, I've, but I've watched every other season, so I will eventually watch it. I just haven't started yet. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's a good season, and I really think that... Um, I saw a lot of outrage about it, so I'm kind of excited. Like, I saw a lot of people yeah. talking about the season more than any other season. Yeah, it's it's really good, and, like, what I felt, felt about the people in the um, pods was different than when they first got out of the pods, which is different than what I think at episode 10 so I'm really excited for the finale and the reunion of that show too to air next next week. One of the funniest things I saw was like, there's been I don't know what three seasons of the show, and there's like one couple that's come out of it unscathed. Like maybe love isn't blind. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Is it um the couple from the first season, Lauren and? Yeah, I think there like there might be like another couple, like maybe one or two other people that are still together. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I, um, shoot, I'm forgetting your name, but I can see your face. Uh, there's two people from last season that are they're still together. Um, 
the short little brunette girl. What was her name? Barnett and oh Amber and Barnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure but they're, they're just like insufferable to me. But okay, fine. We'll count them. <laughs> I mean, if they're together, they're together. <laughs> okay, we'll count them. You're right. Um, okay, so have either of you watched this last week's episode of the challenge? Yes. Okay. So what were your thoughts on that? Um I okay, it's a little bit too much tommy and annalise for me why did they get so much screen time oh my god i was like this cannot be real um because they that love was my, that was the main takeaway i had from the episode to be really honest with you wow that's crazy that that okay well first of all like that daily challenge was insane that would be so hard into i thought that it was like very smart of colleen and kim to like try a different strategy um I've listened to a couple different podcasts this week, um, challenge related. I listened to Jordan on death of taxes and bananas, and I listened to Horacio on, um, the official challenge podcast. And that was a great episode. Um, Tori's not on it this week. It's Anissa, Devin and Devon. And, um, they talk about how like everybody is trying to flirt with her. Horacio and um that he didn't he he was like really close with Laurel because she spoke Spanish and so he didn't he didn't get close with a lot of people because he was like self-conscious about um the fact that he speaks mostly Spanish and a little bit English and so all of the girls would like try different things to like flirt with him and Tori was started calling him uh Poppy Picante because which means hot daddy and um so then like the the remainder of the episode you have Devin calling him Papa Picante the whole time and it's so funny it's hilarious it's a really good episode I definitely recommend it but they allude to uh Tori and him hooking up or something yeah because I saw oh yeah he like says that he hooks up with Tori later in the season oh that that's gonna ruin him for me I have to say (laughs) Well, I, I'm rooting for Laurel. That's who I was rooting for with him, Laurel. Yeah, well, he said that um, they asked him if he likes Laurel. It was uh, Davon who asked him this. She said, do you like Laurel like you want to stick her, your tongue down her throat or do you like Laurel like you want to read books with her? And he said both. Oh, okay. And they have not met up post-show yet, but he hopes that they do. Okay. All right. You give me a little hope. Yes. But yeah, so um, that daily challenge, they like talk about um, how uh, Anissa, she wanted to do the hanging um, because she's not a good jumper. But Jordan says that in like the, the, uh, uh, I almost called it taxes Death taxes and bananas podcast yeah um that's funny that it was his idea because he weighs more than her and I thought that was also interesting because I didn't think that that I don't know I would assume that Anissa weighs more than Jordan not that that like matters I was just like very thrown off by that I guess and then Devin said that they figured out that strategy too. And they also had Tori hanging 
And so that was definitely the strategy to go with. Nelson breaks his 54th um, streak of losing daily challenges. And he wins a daily challenge with Norris. They make such a great team and they're in charge. And I'm like super happy for them. Um, I actually gave my MVP this week because of that. Um, I think that Norris and Olivia both had like super strong episodes too. I was so happy for Nelson. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I kind of had a feeling they were going to win because the way they edited it, where they showed Norris, like, be like, well, I'm not telling anyone that our strategy is that, what was the strategy that, that she was going to jump, right? Mm-hmm. No, that yeah. she was saying he was going to jump. Yes, yes, that he was going to jump. She's like, I'm I'm not telling anyone that strategy. Like, the way they edited it, I'm like, oh my God, they're really going to win, aren't they? Um, but the thing is, if Nisa held longer, they would have won, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. but it was very well, happy for no that's what made me also wonder about like them like trying to to talk about how like oh Anissa doesn't want to jump like oh like Jordan thinks that he weighs more so he can tackle her better or whatever like how is is, is Jordan not hanging part of the scenario here because with his disability like can he hang long Oh yeah. I don't know. So Good question. I, I don't know. I just thought that that was all like very interesting. <laughs> just the, the, the dynamic of them, but they did catch the flag, which is awesome. But uh, I was really happy for Nelson. I thought uh, Norris really shined a lot this episode. Um, it seemed like even though she wanted to put in more heavy hitters than um, Nelson seemed to want to. Um, when all the teams went in to talk to him, it seemed like she was kind of in charge. It's like she would, she was doing most of the talking, which may have also been strategic on Nelson's part to like not get as much blood on his hands. Um, right. It seemed like his strategy was like just play dumb and like try to blend in with the vets and not make too many waves. And what that kind of seemed like that's what his strategy was. So that might've been why she took charge. You're right. But either way, I think it's a really good look for her. I really like this rookie class. I think that Norris is uh, obviously great. I'm super happy with her. I think Horacio is great. I think, um, that Olivia is awesome. I think those yep. three like absolutely need to be cast. But aside from that, I think Colleen and Kim are also hilarious, kind of low key. And yes. I just and I, Johnny and Raven were all awesome yeah. too. Yeah, I just I really like <laughs> this rookie class. I really do. I know. I'm. Uh, I I kind of wish. Um, Johnny and Raven stuck around a little bit longer because I I they had the capability to win shit. Like even when they came in second to Fessy and Mariah and the other last week's, I think it was not this past week, the week before challenge. Like, I'm like, wow, they're really good. Like they're beating teams who have been doing this for years and years and years. Like they were a strong team. I would have liked them to stick around and they did strategic moves too. So I don't know. I really like them. I completely agree. Yeah. I think, yeah, just all the rookies this season, not all, I guess. I mean, like Tommy and Annalise, not so much, but for yeah. the most part, um, all of the, even Mariah, like they're just, they're really impressing me a lot. Yep. 
Um, catch up. It's a good season. You definitely should. I like it better than most of the recent seasons, which I found to be really hard to watch. So I, I do. I agree. So who are you giving your MVP and your LVP to? Um, so I had to give my MVP to Nelson because he finally won a daily. So I don't know. I felt like I had to do it. What about your LVP? Um, Christina, I hate to be exactly the same as you, but I'm sorry. Tommy was just horrible at everything. Just horrible. Yeah. Like when he was in the daily challenge and he was just swinging around and posing. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He should have won that daily. 100% those two should have won that daily. And they didn't because Tommy decided that he wanted to make the trailer, basically. Like he wanted to have this production. And that is the reason why you went home, my friend. Not because you couldn't lift Annalise. Because you could have won that daily challenge. You could have put Johnny and Nani in. You could have put... I mean, if you're that low on the totem pole that's and you win a daily, that's who you have to put in. You have to put in Johnny and Nani. You have to put in Veronica and Jarrell. You have to put in Tori and Devin. Like, that is who should have won that daily. And he absolutely blew it. So... I mean, you have to put Tommy as the LVP. You just have to. Yeah. So between that, um, the elimination where he just couldn't even lift her up, which fine, I get it. Like it probably was really difficult. And then the whole episode, the tears, like the the drama, um, backtracking real quick on the move they made last week and trying to be like oh but we didn't mean it like that that wasn't our intent like just own what you did like Tommy really and as I I think I started off when we talked about this I think they got way too much screen time and I feel bad for even saying that about Annalise because she really didn't do anything wrong so it's really just Tommy who I think pissed me off yeah Tommy was I I agree I felt actually kind of bad for uh, I did too. You're right. You're right. I, I think that's exactly how I should be feeling is bad for her after that. So do y'all like her on this no. challenge? <laughs> okay. No, it's not I'm that, just making sure. Okay. I, I mean, not at I, all. honestly, like, I feel like I, I haven't seen enough of her to, because I didn't watch her season of Big Brother. So I really haven't seen enough of her to say if I like, like or dislike her. Um, but in the elimination, uh, Tommy couldn't even get her up off the ground and she was literally laying in the mud until Colleen and Kim won. So I felt bad for her because Tommy like absolutely screwed her over this episode and in the daily challenge that they should have won, but he was too busy being a Broadway dancer in the air and um, in the elimination when he couldn't even get her off the ground. Yeah. I Listen, she didn't do anything really offensive to me that I disliked her any more than I already did um but I I did start to feel bad for her in the last episode because Tommy was horrible and I don't know it was just shocking terrible um the one thing I didn't like like I'm noticing with the editing they're trying they lately they just give everyone like one personality trait right like like Nellie never won a daily 
Mm-hmm. Like they just, I don't know. They're, they're really like focusing on one thing for every person. And I noticed Annalise and Tommy was like, we're small, we're small. Every, every confessional was, but we're smaller than everyone. We're small. Like, I'm like, okay, we got it. Like we can see you're small. It was like, they're really trying to drive it home certain aspects of things. Yeah. Um, and well, at least they won't be able to say that about Nelson anymore. Cause he won a daily finally. Yeah. Right. Cause they'll have to give him something else. Um, is there, what else have you guys been watching? Is there anything else that either of you have watched or listened to this week? Ooh. I, I think we talked about everything that I really watched. Um, okay. So the other thing that I really watched, it's not really reality TV, um, at all, but I, I watched, the Selena Gomez, myself, myself and me documentary. Oh, I want to talk about this. How was it? It was so good. It was sad, like kind of heartbreaking to be completely honest, but like so good. She gets, it's so raw and so real. So it starts off like six years ago. And originally it was being filmed because she was going to make a documentary about the um revival tour that she had and she ends up canceling that tour um pretty much because of her mental health and she like checks herself into a facility and she throughout the thing says that she checked herself into a facility to get help like four different times and she just like she really struggles um she's diagnosed what help is she getting mental health help addiction uh, mental health. She's diagnosed bipolar. Okay. And she said that her, she was also diagnosed with lupus, which was yes. why she had to have the kidney transplant. And she says that her lupus, um, makes her mental health worse. And so when there's any kind of like flare up or anything that's going on with that, then she's just like, is not in a good place mentally, basically. And she talks about how um, she just wants to help other people. And if doing the documentary or writing a song, or she goes to Kenya and does like charity work um, over there and where she's just like meeting with, with kids and talking to them about different things and she, um, like school and, um, she, if she can help people, then she thinks that everything that she's gone through is worth it. And she just like, really is at a point where that's what she's focusing on in her life is helping other people. And so she thinks that beyond acting or singing or, you know, like being famous, uh, philanthropy is like, her main focus good for her mm-hmm. she it's, kids no she doesn't and she actually talks about how um she doesn't know if she'll be able to have kids because of the bipolar medication that she's on when was she diagnosed with bipolar uh 2019 so did you see in the news, like maybe I started seeing a little bit of it yesterday, but more so today that 
Francia Riza, who's the actress. Mm-hmm. She's in, I know her from Blackish, but I know she's in a lot of things, but I actually really like, oh, not Blackish, Grownish, the spinoff of Blackish, sorry. Um, I love that show. Um, and she's like the best friend in that show. So that, like, I kind of became interested in her. I followed her on social media. I really liked her. And I remember back when Selena uh, received a kidney from this girl. Um, had to be, I don't know how many years ago. I don't know if in the documentary it talked about how many years. It had to be like five years ago, right? Maybe um, more, I want to say, yeah, I was going to say, I think 2017. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And I always like, I always liked her. So I was kind of following her on Instagram. And like, I've always heard and, and like through rumors on Twitter, whatever, people say, oh, they're not friends anymore. And Selena wasn't grateful. And the girl was upset because um, Selena was still drinking and smoking and doing all these things after she got her kidney. And then they kind of fell out. Um, and then I guess, um, in this documentary, Selena says, my only friend in the industry is Taylor. And now Francia is upset because she's like, she didn't say that in the documentary. She said that in a Rolling Stones interview Okay, to promote the documentary. Got it. Okay. Okay. So but- I was seeing that all day today and I was just like, wow, that's very, that's very, I can't imagine. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's weird. I was looking at, so you were talking about this. I went on Twitter and there's this whole thread mm-hmm. about Selena supporting that girl. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've seen like both things for sure. Cause, but fans yeah. will like, bring out anything to like prove. I don't know. But she did also say in that same Rolling Stone um, article that the things that people say like really affect her mental health still. And she doesn't say like exactly what it is, but she said somebody recently did an interview about me or, or an interview and mentioned me. And, um, I was depressed for two days. Like couldn't get out of bed. Why was it Haley? I'm that's what everybody thinks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I want to backtrack a little, uh, for Selena to say in this interview, as you're pointing out, it was the interview, not the documentary. My only friend in the industry is Taylor. I, I, I think that's okay because when she says industry to me, she's saying music industry, and yeah. I don't really. F- I find this other girl to be an. I know her as an actress, so I. Right. That to me, I, I didn't think was that big of a deal, but I saw people are making it a big deal. Yeah, yeah. that's what I. Okay, that's what I'm reading right now. That this girl's not in the music industry and she, she's an actress yeah yeah she met music industry but this girl apparently gave her a kidney yes wow yep I remember when it happened they were on good morning America together and it was like a really touching story because they were seemed like they were a really close friend it was very touching but it, it, it does seem I will say it does seem like they're really not friend friends anymore or not close anymore yeah and I think she said I don't think it was in that same interview, but she did recently say to you that there are people in the documentary that she's like no longer friends with. Yeah. So. I mean, it has to be hard. Like to Mm. give someone your kidney. Oh my God. I would probably be in and grateful to them for like, you can't pay that person back, but then it's like, I don't know. It must be hard to manage that relationship after that happens. Right. Right. Well, yeah, you would think because 
then I've seen like just on Twitter and stuff, you know, people saying like she can't feel indebted to her forever, which right, that's exactly yes. So yeah, no, that's it's it's very interesting. But if you haven't seen it, um, I definitely recommend watching it. It's really good. It's really good. But be be prepared because she really breaks down and she really is very vulnerable for sure. So you're saying I need to watch it when I need a good cry. I mean, I didn't cry, but it it made me like feel for her for sure. Yeah. Are either of you two kind of switching notes here a little bit? Um, Mm -hmm. You know about, or are you planning to participate in the um, book club that Allie Evans and Kelsey Alexander are putting together? So before I went out out on maternity leave, I bought that book because I, in my head, I was off work and I had so much free time and I was going to read all these books. Of course, never fucking read it. So I have the book. So when I saw that they posted that, I was like, oh, maybe now I will use that as my reason to read this book finally. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I have it. So I might as well. Um, so the book is called, so first of all, the book club that they are starting, um, they called it Live Love Lavin. And basically what's going to happen is every month um, you there is going to be a book for people um, in the book club to read that was picked by a challenger. So it's not necessarily challenge related, but it is picked by, the book was picked by someone who was on the challenge. So the first challenger to pick a book for for this book club was Jemmy, and the book that she chose was Malibu Rising. So I, I'm definitely like, I need to get back into reading for sure. So I'm definitely, um, planning on participating in this, the, there'll be a zoom that everybody can talk about the book, um, at the, uh, end of the month on November 30th. And yeah, so I got the book. My mom, actually, I'm so spoiled when I was homesick, my, my mom brought me the book and, um, that's so sweet. Yeah, she, well, she, like, called me. She's like, can I bring you anything? Can I get you, like, Panera or anything? And I was like, I really just want to be able to read this book while I'm sick. And so she and my mom, I mean, she's a retired teacher. She was a teacher for over 40 years. So whenever I'm like, oh, I want a book, like, that's definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So she went, Aww. she bought me um, this book and I have started it. Um, but I'm not super far in it yet. And I'm, I'm looking forward to reading the rest of it and discussing it with everybody. But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about this. I think it's a really great idea that they had, honestly. That so, is, that's a cute idea, especially that a challenger suggests one and mm-hmm. yeah. So question for you, cause I saw the book, like I, I haven't looked too much into it. I saw the book. I saw, I'm like, Oh, I ha- actually I was like, oh, I actually have that book. Maybe I should do this. But what do I need to do to participate? Just read the book and join the Zoom? Or do I have to join some sort of group? Or like, how do you participate in this? Um, So you just DM um, either Allie Evans or Kelsey. And they will add you to the list to send you the Zoom link. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure what you have to do is read it and then jump on Zoom on November 30th. 
Okay, cool. I'm going to try to do it. The, the book's been sitting on my bookshelf staring at me and I'm like, I never read this, huh? Well, so. Jenny wants you to read it. So read it. Um, yes. Um, speaking of books, my husband, like, that's so funny that your mom did that. My husband, um, but I, I lost track of days. I think it was Friday. He's like, oh, I got you something. And it was the challenge book that we were talking about. To just keep He's like, I know you haven't been feeling well and your grandpa passed away. He's like, I just want to do something nice for you. So he got me that book. So I'm like, okay, oh, I'll sweet. read this book now too. Yeah, it was really nice. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Oh, yeah. Good job, Seth. I know that was really nice, right? That's awesome. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, okay. So is there anything else that you have been watching, reading, listening to that you want to talk about before we move on? No, I think that was. Okay. So before we get into our reality TV news, I will give a fantasy update. Um, we have Lindsay K in first place, Sarah in second and Justin P dropped down to third. Oh, you know what? I totally said I was going to post about this in the Maniacs group, and I have not been doing that. I just realized that. Um, but, okay, so I am in fourth. Then we have Michelle, you jumped up to 24th. I think you were, like, 34th. What, Lee? Are we talking about the challenge one? Yep, the challenge. Yeah, okay. mm -hmm. And then Abby, where are you? can't even find me i'm so far down <laughs> Thank you. don't say that um oh, i i'm down to the zero so i must have passed you let me find you let me find her i'm looking now too are my people still in 26 oh, okay i'm about halfway yeah and you're only no you're more than halfway there's like 75 people in this league oh okay you have yeah. a good team abby i'm looking at your team yeah, and then, okay, so then in the Survivor League, we have Paul Butler in first place, Steven is in second, and he is in third, um, I'm in fifth, Michelle, you are in eighth, and Abby, you are in 20th, but I have to say, Steven, I'm, I'm proud of him because he doesn't normally do that great in fantasy and he's doing really really well this year steven has all his players left oh good job steven yeah so does paul but good job steven paul yeah. doesn't even watch survivor right no paul no, he does the big brother's the one he doesn't watch oh, okay um yeah and then our paradise is still the same as what we said um when michelle lopez was on so i don't have to give an update there oh peter took swaz out dang yeah so we were saying on the last episode that the people in the top three places on our bachelor in paradise league are within five points of each other dang so very competitive close but we shouldn't say too much about that because uh, Swaz was upset about the amount of celebrating we did. <laughs> he wasn't. I, <laughs> I think he's still going to win. 
but that's just me possible for sure but I mean it's close it's a tight race um okay so getting into some reality tv news on Halloween Brittany Thornton got married to Um, who oh shoot I can't remember his name but it's somebody that she's been friends with for like a lot so it's like one of her her friends she was she's um been friends with them for 11 years I saw that on an Instagram story that she did and um I think they've only been engaged for like a couple months but it's very on brand for Brittany to get married on Halloween so that made me very happy for her um I believe the only challenger that was in attendance was Natalie and Natalie Nagarotti and yeah they I I don't know. She looked very, very beautiful. I was. I don't see it. I'm on her Instagram. I don't see any pictures. I just see the picture of the pumpkins over her breasts. Okay. I don't see. I guess I missed the wedding photo. Um, I'll try to find one and send it to you. But she looked beautiful. Like, yeah, super. I want to see. Um, another thing that happened. Okay, so this guy had two big things. Big, yeah, pretty big things happen this week. Christian from Big Brother 23. First, he released a song about his breakup with Alyssa Lopez, which I think it's is cute. What? I think it's a really cute song. I listened to it. <laughs> okay, but they dated for like two days. Okay, that's fine. He's a puppy dog. He was like, I don't know. He's like sweet. I can't help it. I think he's really sweet. But yeah, and then he was also, he made an appearance, a very small appearance, but still a talking appearance on Law & Order SVU this week too. No, I'll go for him. I no. really like him. I feel like he was so like good on Big Brother, like the competitions. I hope he gets another chance on another show, but I respect that he doesn't sit on Twitter all day and complain like, well, why is this person getting cast? And I'm not like freaking Derek F does. So I have a lot of respect for Christian. Well, and also the fact that he's, like, going out there and clearly, like, making music and going to auditions and, like, trying because, yeah, I mean, he wasn't a main character, but he was, like, the door guy that checked people in at a party, and then when they, like, went back to investigate, they, like, talked to him, and so he did have, like, a couple different speaking roles on the episode. I watched it. It was good. It was it was cute. Good for him. Um, Did Alyssa comment about the song at all? Yeah, she did. What'd you say? Um, I can't remember exactly what she said, but like, she was like something about like when your ex makes a song about you or something like that. Okay. So she acknowledged it. She was happy about it. I think it's probably flattering. You know, yeah. it was like, I watched the little video he made. It was really cute. Like he's, he's not like, Oh my God, the most incredible singer, but it was a cute song. He did a good job. That's good. Well, yeah. So I'm happy for him that he's, I mean, especially, you know, like he was like out early on Big Brother and you know, he's he's doing something with his life. And I I mean, I definitely anybody that does that, then good for them. Yeah, he just seems like a sweet guy. Yeah, I think so, too. And there's been so many horrible people on these shows. I'd like to be happy for him that he's doing well. Right. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that for sure. Um, in Saturn news, Gabby and Eric broke up. Why? What happened? Christina, tell us. I want to know. <laughs> okay, so I have no idea. And I'm actually like a little upset because they haven't either, they have not made a statement about it, but both People and uh, E! News have 
confirmed it. So I just like, it always pisses me off when this happens because it's like relationships and breakups are hard enough the way that it is. If people are not ready for it to be a public thing yet, then other people shouldn't be speaking for them. And clearly it was like people in Bachelor Nation that were speaking for them because they those outlets, I mean, they're re- reputable sources, you know, like they wouldn't be reporting it if they didn't have um, word from people who actually knew what was going on. But the speculation was obviously out there. Um, Gabby hasn't worn her her ring on the last couple episodes of Dancing with the Stars. And so people were speculating, Ooh. but yeah. So, but it does like kind of like, it just irritates me when like people speak for people and they don't let them have, you know, like the, the public know when they're ready for the public to know. I don't think- Did he ready. go to Dancing with the Stars at all? Like at the beginning, was at he At the there? beginning he did, yeah. Okay, and then he stopped showing up. Okay. Yeah. So people could kind of speculate what that meant. Okay. Right. Yeah. But somebody spoke for them and they haven't made statements yet, but. Uh, Who's her partner? Is she, is there rumors of her and her partner? There's always rumors of people and their partner. Not that I've heard. No. Okay. Um, But her and Rachel were both at the Bachelor in Paradise taping. So I don't know if they were ever on stage, if they talked, if they were just in attendance. I'm not sure, but. I think our partner has been married to another dancer. Oh, okay. Who performs for a while? I don't know. Um, sorry, I, I haven't watched it, so I've. I've it's I Val. Val. I can't pronounce. Oh, his last okay. Name. Yes, I know Val. But he's been on for for, I think, since close to the beginning. Yeah, I wonder if he is going to get back with that ex. He seemed to really like her from the texts that were released. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but um, maybe we'll see all four of them in paradise next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun to watch. So Bachelorette was a big bust, huh? Yep. But I mean... What about Rachel? Is Sharsheen Aben together or anything? Um... I know you guys talked about her. I heard you guys talk about that she moved in with someone else. I don't know the person's Genevieve. name. Genevieve. Okay. I was listening to you guys talk about that, but I didn't know if anything, because they made that big deal of Avon coming to rescue her from Tino on the, yeah, I, I don't know, know if it was the finale or whatever it was. Um, the last time I heard her do an interview, it was on um, the Off the Vine podcast. And at that point, they, nothing, nothing serious yet. Oh, okay. All right. So it was a bust. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all with like two bachelorette, bachelorettes and the way that they kept canceling <coughs> cocktail parties. And you need that time in order to like fall in love and pick the right person. And they just, they didn't, they didn't give that justice. I mean, there was like so many episodes that we would talk about where Rachel was upset because the guys weren't giving her attention. So she canceled everything. And it's like, well, how are you supposed to form a connection with the right guy if, if you're not giving it the limited amount of time that you already have? Yeah. Um, is there anything else that either of you have seen in the reality TV news sphere that you'd like to talk about? No, I don't I, think so. I just think the next 
the next big topic. Go for it. Do you want me to start it? Yeah. Okay, well, it was, I'm sure everyone's seen it, but Aaron Carter passed away yesterday. Mommy? And... Yeah. <coughs> I have a, to show you. I have a little girl you. with a cough. I, I'm talking right now, baby. I'll just show, um, <gasps> show you. Teenager in the making. Oh, my God, I love it. No, I need to go pee. <laughs> Okay, so Aaron, Aaron Carter um, passed away yesterday, and I have been reading a lot about this, and um, one of the things that I saw was um, an Instagram post that he made on September 17th, so less than two months ago, um, talking about how in October he will have been five years sober. So... I know that last month, too, there were people that called in a wellness check on him um, because they thought that he was huffing something on Instagram Live. Yeah. Um, And he somehow played it off to the police that showed up that it was just like some kind of a joke. Um. Yep. In my opinion, it's clear that sometime in the last couple months he relapsed, but, um, or maybe even before that, but he did talk about his five year sobriety coming up um, just in September. So that's really, I think that makes it like extra sad because, I mean, five years is a long time. So statistically, after if you have a certain amount of years sober um, and you go back out or relapse, as people call it, um, okay. it's, it's very common for an OD to happen because a lot of people will start using the amount that they left off using. Mm-hmm thinking their body can handle it. Right. Cause of course you're, um, what is it called? Like, like the more you drink, the more you can drink tolerance, tolerance, you know, your tolerance yeah. goes up when you're an addict, alcoholic. And so people, it's just very common when, when they go, when they go, when they relapse to just continue with what they left off with and their body does not have that tolerance level anymore so overdoses happen very very common yeah at the first start of the relapse yeah I don't I don't know what like obviously they have to like release like the toxicology report or whatever else to kind of put the pieces together of what happened I guess which could take up to like six months oh really Mm -hmm. Mm. um I just could tell he's been living in chaos, like with or without, take out the drug piece, take out alcohol, take out whatever that may be. He's just been living in chaos for months. Like he, he has all these pet dogs and then they disappear. And it's like, people ask, well, what happened to this dog? And he never gives an answer. Where did all these dogs go? Um, 
his house has been for sale for over 400 days on and off the market, coming on the market, going off the market, the price lowering. He, there's rumors his house was being foreclosed on. There was a lot going on with his house. And he was tweeting like, oh, I'm really happy. I'm going to flip this house. And like he was making it a positive thing. But then people were saying, no, he can't afford the house and it's going to be foreclosed. So I don't know what was going on with the house, but that's why he had that RV that he was driving around in, I'm thinking. Um, and he like had started living on a trailer park with the RV part-time, but then I don't know because then they found him in the house. So I don't know what was going on between the RV and the house. I don't know if the house was supposed to sell and then the buyers backed out, but it just seemed like complete chaos. Everything I ever saw about him in the last six months have been just chaos, like losing custody of his son, getting in fights with his fiance, getting back together, breaking up, getting back over. Like just, there was just a lot of chaos. And I can't imagine that must be so painful that you have like so much chaos in your life. I don't know. I, I really feel bad for him. I don't know. It made me very sad. Yeah. It's, it's very atypical for that kind of chaos to be going on in a sober person's life. Right, right. I'm right. probably just, I could be judging and I could be jumping the gun. I'm not saying he wasn't sober, but because I, because I'm sure people live chaotically who are sober, but with all that going on, it just. Well, okay. So another thing that's like kind of crazy is obviously if you listen to our last episode, there was like so much reality TV news going on. And so mm-hmm. I didn't put this in, under the pop culture news, but um, <laughs> the one thing that I saw and had it been like a slow news week, I probably would have added it in was that his girlfriend or ex fiance, whatever they are. Um, she was following him in the RV and she called the police on him because yeah. she thought he was driving under the influence and um the police pulled him over and based on um their field sobriety test they could not prove that he was under the influence and so they had to let him go and that was like literally just like a few days ago a few days before he died um which is really crazy another yeah i mean another thing i saw was that um within the week before he died he did an interview maybe a podcast interview or something a few days ago and um he's talking about Kanye and how like Kanye is completely losing it and he like says in this interview he's like um like Kanye like get your shit together like you're completely losing your mind your family needs you all this and then for him to just like it's it's almost it was eerie to hear that him him like saying this and giving this advice and then this just happened to him a few days later So I have a weird question. Mm-hmm. What is huffing? Like, what was he huffing? I thought they said the computer cleaner thing. Yeah. Is that right, Christina? Yeah. So You know the spray cans for your keyboard? God. So how do you huff that? In your mouth or up your nose? I have no idea. I don't know. I need to look up what huffing is. But it's like really bad for like... Um, I guess, I don't know if I should say this, but I will. Um, when my brother went to rehab, he went to rehab for alcohol and huffing, but I, I've never done it. So I don't, and I've never asked, so I don't really know, but I, I do know that it's like 
really, really bad for you and can kill you. Okay. Inhaling fumes from your everyday run-of-the-mill household products. Yeah. Glue, cleaning products, paint. Jesus. Mm -hmm. I wonder. Yeah. It's like really, 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 like really bad. Yeah, this is just so sad. I, I just, I feel, I feel horrible for him. His family, he grew up in such a chaotic, speaking of chaos, like th that's just what happens sometimes when you grow up with that chaos, you seek that chaos out when you're an adult too, because that's what feels normal to you. And he grew up with such a chaotic family with these family, these, with these parents who pushed all the kids into the limelight. His other sister died from a drug overdose. She had a, a single out at one point when I was a kid, she had a song i think it was on like the shrek soundtrack or something she died of an overdose like he nick has been in and out of rehab like they just those poor kids grew up with such like a chaotic household i feel horrible for that i feel really really bad for him and i know like people like i don't know people no, i haven't actually seen that many people like saying anything negative but like i i did see one or two people being like oh not a surprise saw it coming like he deserved like this horrible thing i don't, I don't like that because it's like I, I feel like he saw this kid's like suffered a lot. So I feel really bad for him. I mean, it's not a surprise, I don't think, but to say yeah. he deserved it is pretty twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it was a few years ago, but the I Don't Get It podcast hosted by um, Ashley I and her sister and um, Naz Perez, <laughs> a bachelor producer. Um, they had him on their podcast once. And so if you want to hear an Aaron Carter interview from a few years ago, you can listen to the, I don't get a podcast to kind of tie in to our reality TV theme. Oh, um, yeah. I saw Nick put out a statement too. I don't know if you guys saw that, which was sad. And he posted some really nice pictures and he had a twin sister and she put out like a post on her Instagram for him. I can't imagine that pain losing your twin. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just really said, cause he's like someone from my childhood. Like I love the nineties, of course. So I, right. Yeah. I love, I loved Backstreet Boys and then he was always kind of associated with them. So it's sad. Yeah. I mean, he and was I very talented. Yeah. And I remember when he was on, um, the Lizzie McGuire show dated the, the Christmas special. And of course he dated Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. And just back in that era, they were kind of 90 kid icons, you know? Yeah, exactly. Very, very sad news for sure. Um, on a little bit of a more positive note, I saw quite a bit more positive note. I saw that um, Miss Venezuela and Miss Puerto Rico got married. And so I saw that headline. I didn't look into yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, they met, um, on the set of, oh, I don't want to misspeak, but, um, like a international Miss Universe or something. Oh my God, guys, there's a tweet because it, it showed there's a tweet and it was a picture of the cover or maybe not the cover, but their article and people. And someone was like, I swear, I thought this was Ravi 
Rabbi, um, Gabby and Rachel at first. <laughs> and everyone's like, the way the show should have ended. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's so good. Picking those losers. Like, I thought it was funny. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, the Aaron Carter news was obviously the biggest, biggest news of the week, but did either of you two see any other like pop culture news or anything you want to talk about? Um, I feel like you guys touched on some of the things that are still going on on the last one, Kanye, Elon Musk, like you guys touched on the big ones. Um, okay, well then what is going on in your life? Anything? Hey, can, I, can, I, can I add something to this? And it's not pop culture, but it's something I discovered on Twitter yesterday that yeah. really upset me. Okay. Um, I, there, was this, there was this picture of this girl and somebody tweeted about her torso being small and her arms being fat. So I was looking and it was this hashtag like EDTWT. And I'm like, what is this? So I put it in the search. And I mean, it, this is a thing on Twitter. It's an eating disorder Twitter. Oh, I'm not surprised that that has been something that I think I've seen on many social media websites, like even dating back to like MySpace. And then even on like, I don't know if you guys ever use live journal, there was a huge community there, Tumblr. Wow. I didn't know about it on Twitter, but I'm not surprised. Well, I went, I was reading tweets and it's, it's, it's not like just a support thing. It's like how to yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about too, Abby. Yeah, it's like how to keep your eating disorder going and how to stay as little as possible. It was, it just really disturbed me. And like inspiration stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking. I, yep, I know what you're talking. I've seen that on many like websites, community. Yeah. I didn't know that was on Twitter though. That's very, I actually, it's crazy because I was the picture you're talking about. It was a girl like in a gray sweater or something. Yes. And her, her, her stomach is like, like her curves are like super tiny. She has big boobs. Um, but yeah, her waist is really tiny. And I guess the one from ED Twitter called out was like, why are your arms so fat then? And then someone, like I said, people were called like ED Twitter or something else. And I'm like, what the hell is E? It, it, it wasn't spelled out ED Twitter, it's E-D-T-W-T. And I'm an idiot, no, not knowing what T-W-T was. So I put it in like the search, like E-D-T-W-T, and I went down that twisted little <laughs> rabbit hole. So I don't know. It just made me sad. Mm-hmm. No, that is okay, anyways, yeah, I just, okay. I didn't know. See, I didn't know that community was on Twitter. Very interesting. Wow. It surprised me. It seems like anything that you stand can be on Twitter, which like, it's like really sad to think that people could get that into an eating disorder. But if you have it, then that's like, I mean, it makes sense that that would be a community you can go to. That's really sad. Yeah, I just hoped it would have been a more uplifting, like, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, overcoming stuff. And it wasn't like that. It was very dark. That's really sad. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't really know that that really existed. Okay, but anyways, next next subject. 
What's been going on in your life, Abby? Um, okay. Um, sorry, I was going inside. And, um, well, not much since Wednesday. I went to, you know, obviously y'all know Michelle came over and then I went to gala on Thursday night um, for the Women's Bar Association. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. Other than that, what did I do? Oh, I went to bed so early last night. It was great. Um, yeah, not a lot. I'm trying to think if there's been anything big. That's pretty much been um, my life too. I went back to work on Friday. I hadn't been to work in a while. And so I've just been working and sleeping because like, yes, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a lot better. I'm, I should definitely be going back to work, but, um, it just, it completely exhausts me. It takes everything out of me to do it. So, and then I come home and I sleep or watch something on TV and then fall asleep. I hope you feel hundred percent better soon. That sucks. Yeah, it really does. But, um, it's okay. I mean, people get sick. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you're over your sickness, like you just mentioned, like your energy levels, it'll take a while for this to come back. That's what sucks. Well, yeah. yeah. And that's like also like the day before I went back to work, I, I mean, I had like, I hadn't done like anything. I pretty much stayed in bed for like days. And so I knew I had a long day the next day. And so I just like, I forced myself to like get up and do the dishes and take out the trash. And it seems like such like everyday like stupid things but I then I took a nap for four hours (laughs) so it's like I mean but I knew that I had to do that because I had to like start doing something because I was going back to work the next day and I I knew it would just take a lot out of me and it really did but um I don't know I mean have to you have to go back to work and you have to you know get better and so that's just I don't work tomorrow and so I'm I'm just gonna kind of take it easy and yeah relax yeah read your book and relax that's what you do yep how about you Michelle what have you been up to this week well my whole household got sick too I don't think it's as bad as what you have Christina because we're all like the baby only had a fever for like one night really and he never really had any other symptoms so that was good um Seth has been sick for the longest then I kind of got something I'm still kind of getting over it I'm congested but the thing was I was feeling like horrible and on Tuesdays I usually go to the office and I was like it's just so not cool to go to work sick like these days so I'm like, I can't go in this office and be coughing all over the place. I got to stay home. So I, I told my boss, I'm like, listen, I'm sick. I'm staying home today. But I ended up being like very happy that I stayed home because Tuesday um, was the day my mom, I kind of knew it was coming soon because my grandfather hadn't really been doing well the last two months. But my mom FaceTimed me on Tuesday and she was like, listen, Michelle, I'm in the hospital. Um And I think we're going to pull support from your grandfather and I want you to say goodbye to him. So I was home so I could answer the FaceTime call and I got to say goodbye to him. And I put Rhett on the FaceTime with him and Rhett got to like see him and like make him smile. So it was really like just lucky that I was home that day, even though I was sick. I was just really glad I was home that day because I think if I had my mom had FaceTime me when I was at work, I'd have been like, I don't have time for this right now. Like I'll deal with this later. And there would have been no later for me to do it. So that ended up being a good thing. Um, Tuesday. Um, 
So then he ended up passing that night, like about two 30 in the morning and his funeral is tomorrow. So my mom's kind of been getting things ready for the funeral. We're going to go up there, uh, tomorrow morning and kind of do all that, um, and see the family and everything and be together. So that will be like our goodbye to him, which will be nice, but he had, he lived to be 102. So he had a really great life. And thank you, thank you to Christine and Abby because they sent me very, very beautiful, nice flowers, very thoughtful. And I know you guys shouted me out on the last podcast too, which is really sweet. Of course. Yeah, I hope that um, everything goes well for you guys tomorrow for sure. That's, I mean, 102, that's that's a very long, long life, but um, still doesn't make it uh, any less hard to say goodbye. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Um, I'm very lucky. I know I'm very lucky. I had him for all these years. So that's great. I think we, or maybe me, I don't know. I think we need to stop like, cause I don't know. I always feel this way. Like, I feel like I talk about my dad a lot. I'm like, I don't know why I'm complaining. I had him till I was 40 and a lot of people lose their parents younger. And so I guess like, we need to stop like minimizing or maybe in my head, I do the age that we lose somebody or the age that somebody passes away. Like, yeah, it's still life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Leaving. And I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you're being 40 and losing your father is still very young, Abby. Yeah, I know, but, but I know what you're saying. Able- I know what you're saying. Yeah, who who lose them a lot younger. Like my best friend, she lost her mom her senior year. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know. Horrible. Yeah. So, but still, it doesn't, it doesn't make the age of the person, the age of Mm -hmm. the people who love that person doesn't make it necessarily any less hard. Right. No, you're so right. That's a great point. Great point. Yeah. Well, I kind of hate to end this on such a like sad note, but we don't uh, have to, we can, we can end it on something positive. Um, I went to a baby shower yesterday (laughs) and I'm so excited because one of my best friends is having a baby boy do Christmas day. And my baby Rhett is going to have a friend coming soon. And I'm so excited (laughs) to end it on a positive note. (laughs) That is exciting. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, do either of you have anything else you want to add before we end this podcast? No, thank you to Michelle Lopez. She did. I'm so mad. I wasn't on with her. She did such a great job. Yeah. Maybe she'll win one of our fantasy leagues and we'll get to have her on again. (laughs) Yeah. She's great. She's so funny. Okay. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.